The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome to your Wednesday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, January 19th. I think we all were kind of talking. I think we were all pissed off at ourselves. We felt like we weren't playing with enough energy. We felt like we weren't executing at a high enough level um, and, and not playing with enough urgency. And so I thought guys really motivated themselves. We all kind of talked. It wasn't like one person talking. It was everybody talking to each other. Um, and we came with a different urgency starting in that second quarter and kind of carried it the rest of the, the rest of the game. The Chiefs got off to a slow start against the Pittsburgh Steelers turning the football over twice in the opening half and losing a fumble that led to a T.J. Watt scoop and score. However, those early game struggles led to the offensive explosion that inevitably saw the Chiefs advance past the Steelers 42-21 in the wildcard round. The Chiefs offense has had the potential all season to be the top unit in the NFL, but through some inconsistent play, it hasn't quite lined up all season. That was until the second quarter against the Steelers when the offense went nuclear. Almost resembling its 2020 outburst against the Houston Texans, the Chiefs, of course, trailed in that one 24-0 before exploding and dropping 51 points against the Texans. Their division round test on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills is certainly a much tougher task than the Steelers. The Chiefs' offense will need this kind of explosive performance against the Buffalo team that's coming off its own dominating and explosive performance against the New England Patriots. Buffalo won that game 47-17, to and the Patriots' D failed to even force a punt. There's a reason this matchup is the finale of the divisional round, and it's expected we'll see some fireworks between what are arguably the two favorites to make the Super Bowl out of the AFC. The Chiefs will head into this game relatively healthy, with the status of Clyde Edwards-Alaire still up in the air. Darrell Williams was limited against the Steelers, but the explosive play of Jarek McKinnon gave the Chiefs the chance to give him some much-needed rest. Cornerback Rashad Fenton has a back injury that added him to the pregame injury report and did hold him out of Sunday's game. The Chiefs will need their secondary at full strength against these Buffalo weapons. Yes, it's twofold. Yeah, other teams have to prep for it, but we, we do these on an individual basis for that team. So in a lot of cases, uh, the pass that Kels threw was individual for that group. <clears throat> so we try to find whatever matchups or what we think um, we can take advantage of, I guess, uh, lack of better terms, but uh, and, and work on, you know, and try to put a play in for that. So 
we trust our guys to to do it though they get a number of reps on it evie does a good job with all that so the chiefs opened up the playbook against the steelers showing some especially intricate goal line designs that saw travis kelsey throw a touchdown pass to byron pringle and nick allegretti catch a touchdown pass from patrick mahomes there's been some talk about wasting those plays against the Steelers team you can beat anyway, but as Andy Reid put it, now the Bills have to prepare for those plays. The NFL is all about mind games, and Reid has proven he can play chess with the best of them. We know Reid's playbook is one of the deepest in the NFL, and we're willing to bet Andy has some things drawn up specifically for the rematch with this Bills team. Yeah, well, they, listen, they got after us, and so um, we know it's a great challenge. Um, and they're a great team, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through the process of getting ourselves ready uh, to play, and that's uh, we'll take it day by day. And as coaches, we'll try to give the players good stuff to work with. And I know the players uh, and their attitude, the way they they, they love that part of it, and uh, they'll work hard to, uh, to better themselves so we can have a have a good game. A lot has changed since week five. That was when the Chiefs lost to the Bills 38-20 to at Arrowhead Stadium. At that time, the Kansas City defense was on the pace to be the worst in NFL history as it gave up huge plays on a weekly basis and turned the football over on offense at a record-setting pace. It wasn't much different in this route by the Bills where the Chiefs turned the ball over four times to Buffalo zero. The Bills went through their own struggles this year, starting off the season looking dominant, as we saw in Week 5. But they went on to suffer one of the biggest regular season upsets in NFL history in a Week 8 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both of these teams have seen their fair share of growing pains this year, and they both appear to be playing their best football at the right time of the season. Of course, the Chiefs did not have Melvin Ingram in the Week 5 matchup. It's also worth mentioning Chris Jones and Charvarius Ward missed the game due to injuries. Ingram has helped transform the defense into a strength rather than the weakness it was in the early season game. How Steve Spagnuolo and this unit approaches Josh Allen could very well be the deciding factor on whether the Chiefs advance to their fourth consecutive AFC title game. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's a good problem to have. So we'll just see how it all plays out. Daryl, he tried to go, but he's having a hard time pushing off that toe. We're fortunate to have a number of running backs that we feel are, are good, good runners. You know, Gore's another one. And, you know, we'll just see about Clyde, you know, what we get, get from him. Yeah, we tried, but we got a total non-answer from Andy Reid on who they expect to be starting at running back if they all end up being healthy for this divisional round game. It's what we expect from him at this point. But Jarek McKinnon has made a real case for a significant role over the last two weeks. McKinnon was dynamic against the Steelers on the ground, rushing for 5.1 yards per carry. But the biggest game-changing factor with McKinnon has been his role in the passing game. McKinnon finally saw his role expand in Week 18 against the Broncos. And over the last Chiefs two games, he's managed nine receptions, for 107 yards and two touchdowns. While Clyde and Darrell are both key contributors to this offense, you have to go all the way back to 2018 to find a Chiefs running back putting up those kinds of numbers in the passing game on a consistent basis. Darrell did manage 101 yards against the Raiders earlier this year, but it hasn't been a huge part of this offense since the Kareem Hunt Damian Williams dates. It's truly an element of the Chiefs offense they've kind of been missing since 18. And they'd be wise to utilize it moving forward. The more guys the defense has to 
uh, be concerned about, uh, the better chance he has to catch footballs. And teams take such great concern for him um, and Kels that uh, you've really, get, you know, it's a it's tough sled now. So, uh, but Tyreek has, he's done, uh, to answer your question, Tyreek has done, he's done a phenomenal job getting himself open in very tight situations, whether it's man, whether it's tight zone, whether it's doubled or not. And most of all, our quarterback has a lot of trust in those situations. The Chiefs got an all-around performance from their pass catchers against the Steelers, but it was nice to see Mahomes finally hit Tyreek Hill on a deep 31-yard touchdown. Hill did score nine touchdowns this season, and his playoff production will be key to another Super Bowl trip. Opposing defenses key in on Hill, and they try to keep the Chiefs from stretching the field as they have in past seasons with other pass catchers like Byron Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, and Jarek McKinnon stepping up. Gotta think Tyreek will see his fair share of deep looks, right? Yeah, well, if you like chocolate cake um, and you eat a piece uh, and then you have one dangled in front of your face, you're probably going to want to eat that too. Not much is going to stop you. So, I mean, that's how that's how you feel about the Super Bowl. I mean, that's, uh, that is that is the chocolate cake with the ultimate frosting. And then uh, you, you need to, you're going to try to go get it if you can. You know, that's best you can. And Ureed never shies away from making those food and football comparisons. So when he likened chocolate cake to winning the Super Bowl this week, everybody, of course, took notice. The reality going into this game against the Bills is these type of teams can't last forever. Players get older, rosters expire, and you have to rebuild with new players. It's inevitable in the NFL. So you have to find ways to win while those windows are still open. And right now, the biggest obstacle facing the Chiefs to getting to their third straight Super Bowl, that's the Buffalo Bills. And we know this, Andy and Pat, they want that cake. And we, too, want the cake here on the Arrowhead Drive. That's it for Wednesday, January 19th. If you enjoy the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, we've got the great British Chiefs show as they take their second look of the season at the Buffalo Bills. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Red Friday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.